Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empty this chamber up. And how do you do that? Four, six seconds, point eight, point three, everything you got. Everything you got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Let's Welcome to the Scoop World Order. We are celebrating a 54-10 to 10 defeat of the Iowa Hawkeyes. We uh, got them back for 17. It felt great, but now we have a major challenge heading to State College to play the Penn State Nittany Lions in a place that is notoriously hard to play at. So uh, we are going to break down our game thoughts. We're going to break down a play uh, and just kind of go over some of the things that we saw in the game. Um it's, it was a very weird game because, you know, you see the scoreboard and it's 55-10 that you feel pretty good about. But uh, we left a lot of meat on the bone. We had probably the best field position I've ever seen in the history of a college football game. We were on the plus side of the field basically all day. Uh, they threw a pick six. I mean, it was just uh, a comedy of errors by Iowa's offense. So thank you guys for making it easy on us. But first off, thank you guys as always. We appreciate you guys. Click uh, subscribe. Leave us a like. I need to know, who are your MVPs from the Ohio State-Iowa game? Tommy Eichenberg was fantastic. A lot of stars in this one. Uh, The defense really carried the mail, uh, shut down a very porous Iowa offense. But I'd like to know your stars. Leave us a like if you enjoy this content. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to BuckeyeScoop.com. We are on this thing all the time, all day, and we are grinding. But appreciate you guys as always. Thank you guys. That being said. Bringing my good friend Nevada Buck. Nevada, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Buckeyes covered the spread against Iowa, which always makes me happy. And uh, on to Penn State. You know, got a big week ahead of us, but you know, enough things to yell at the players about about a kind of an uneven game against Iowa, despite the 44 point margin of victory. So it was a it was a fun weekend all the way around. Yeah, it's one of my favorite kinds of games because you know the, the scoreboard it was pretty lopsided, 54 10. Uh, you know, voters and you know, AP people are going to see that and say, oh, wow, what an incredible win. But the coaching staff in the Woody Hayes is not going to be pleased with a lot of things that happened. Uh, the short yardage was a mess. A lot of the plays were a mess. Um, you know, we, we just have much, much, much better players than they do. So, you know, we end up having a dominant victory. And, and Iowa's offense is as bad as maybe the 2015 Rutgers. I mean, I've never seen an offense that bad in the Big Ten. Literally can't complete a pass. Uh, you know, six turnovers. I mean, I, 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 I I don't know if I was a defensive player on that Iowa team. I don't even know if I'd let those guys sit on the same plane. I'd make them walk back to Iowa City. But um, what were your initial thoughts uh, immediately after the game? And then if you had a chance to rewatch it, I rewatched it twice just to kind of get um, you know, my thoughts in order. But what were your thoughts immediately at the end of of the game yesterday? Well, it was a it was just kind of an, a hollow feeling. I think you know I just 
I hadn't really looked at the stats until later. I hadn't had a chance to really absorb the game, but you know, I, I was happy that we'd won so you know, so lopsided. I, I, as I mentioned, I was happy that we'd covered the spread because I'd had a big bet on Ohio State to win. Um, but it just felt like it, it was one of those games. It felt like it was a sleepy noon kickoff game, and we're looking forward to Penn State coming off the bye week and um, didn't play well. You know, just didn't play well at all. And offensively, it felt like CJ was was trying to do too much. It felt like Ryan Day was trying to do too much. And luckily, our, our defense continues to improve. And as you said, Iowa's offense is historically bad. I mean, like so bad that every time they had the ball, I fully expected them to turn it over or that they'd throw a pick six or, or something bad would happen. And I can't remember watching, you know, feeling that way about a college football game in quite some time. So, uh, no, it was, uh, it was a weird feeling for sure. Certainly a weird feeling when you give Iowa the, you know, one of the, one of the biggest beatings in their history, I think one of the biggest beatings in the Ferentz era. And so uh, it, was, it was weird. It was weird all the way around. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They're a team that has been known for their offensive line for 30 years. I mean, Kirk Ferentz is an offensive line savant, uh, worked for the Cleveland Browns in the mid-'90s when they had really good offensive lines. And, you know, I, I personally, when I was a player, would get really sick hearing about how great Iowa's offensive line was and the Iowa method of bringing in a, a big tight end and making me into a tackle and being athletic. And they were garbage. They were, I mean, that was as bad of an Iowa offensive line. Their right tackle was, it was like home run derby. Whoever got the lineup against that guy on second and 10, third and 10, I mean, it was a pressure, a sack. Uh, it was it's like automatic. And and I think that, you know, I'm sure they're young, they're struggling, but in the Big Ten, nobody cares about that. I mean, they're just really poor. And the only thing that was worse than the O-line was the quarterback because I, I couldn't believe the first play of the game, little sprint out pass that they probably practiced 50 times this week, throws a pick. Um, you know, they, they get down deep in the close end of the shoe, throw a pick six to Tommy Eichenberg. Uh, they get the ball back on a pick on the first play of the third quarter when, when we kick off. Uh, and the first play, they fumbled the QB center exchange. I mean, it was it was almost like it was so funny that you felt bad laughing about it because I'm just like I, I couldn't believe that the, 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 that's actually a Division One coaching staff putting that on the field, um, just in terms of the decision making and you know the the folly of errors. I mean, I, I just you know, and again, like Iowa, um, traditionally they're they're very sound at everything because they have to be. They don't have. They don't get ultra talented guys to go to Iowa very often unless they're from the state. And that state might have maybe one four or five star guy a year. You know, Caden Proctor is going to go there and play tackle. God bless him. Uh, the, the safety from last year, um, Xavier Nimwapkova or whatever his name was, he he didn't even play. I was looking for him. He was number one in the program. Um, so they have to be good at every little thing. They have to redshirt guys, have them play five years, develop them and you know, I, I just I, I don't know what's gone on in that program for the last few years, but you know, it, it really is has fallen off the earth. As is Wisconsin. So it's those are two things that are real uh, interesting to watch. Uh Nevada, we're gonna break down a play, but um some of the key things that I noticed were how, you know, we had a, a totally different look on defense. You know, they're they've been a too high safety, they've run tight defense, uh too high safety for 30 years. I did I I played against it. I did film breakdowns of it. It's literally the easiest film breakdown of the entire year because you just type the exact same defensive front every single play, and you write the exact same coverage every single play. And so coming off a of bye week, they completely changed the game. They, they, they basically they didn't run bare defense, but they, they kind of went with the, the Virginia Tech plan where they ran a lot of cover zero 
which against Ohio State is just incredibly ballsy given how good Emeka and Marvin are. And, you know, there were a lot of times we couldn't make them pay for it because, you know, if you're going to run zero one-on-one coverage, no safety help versus those receivers, you're probably going to get torched. But we missed a lot. And um, talk a little bit about your thoughts on the offense uh, as you've digested the game and and, and you've seen it, you know, uh, a few times. Well, I think it's come down to a couple of things. And, and you know, I'd written... Uh, you know, a little bit about this in my Uncomfortable Truths articles, you know, this this weekend is, you know, one, you know, our running game right now has too many loser plays in it. And, you know, we'll diagnose a loser play a little bit later in the podcast. But, you know, loser plays are ones that just have no chance of success. You can blame the offensive line. You get a five Orlando paces up in the front and it doesn't matter. The play's not going to work. And we run too many loser plays, especially in the, in the red zone. And, you know, unless you know, with, without C.J. Stroud running it as a true constraint, meaning presenting an option to run, an option to bootleg, an option to keep, an option to do something other than to hand off, the numbers are just out of whack. And as a result, these plays get blown up. And, and I know I loved hearing all the false bravado when they hired Justin Fry. And he was like, oh, we'll be able to run anytime. My daughter will be able to point and say, we're going to run right here. And everybody in the stands will know we're going to run. And we'll still be able to do it. It doesn't work that way. If they have more, if they have nine guys and you have seven, they are going to bl- blow you up at the line and the play is going to look bad. And we'll diagnose one of those plays on this. And we just have too many loser plays. And you know, secondly, you know, I, I think it's, it's really now a, an open question about our wide receivers being able to you know, really create that type of separation to give those open looks to CJ Stroud, because if he doesn't get those open looks, you know, and he and he gets a little bit of pressure. He struggles. You know, I mean, CJ threw the interception. He could have thrown three or four interceptions yesterday, and um, that's not going to get it done going forward. So while I'm, you know, we scored 54 points, the, the the offense is still putting up some gaudy numbers. We have some things to work on, and and a, a lot of it comes down to scheme and play design, and that that lies with Ryan Day, and I think he's got to be better. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I talked to some people that really know Ryan's offense, and because I asked, can is CJ allowed to change plays of the line? Can, can he audible? Can he can he can he get us out of plays that aren't going to work immediately? And the answer was no. It's it's a system. You know, that's why you see Ryan burn a lot of timeouts, especially in the red zone, when the play isn't the look that they are used to or the look that they want. Um, because CJ can't change it. I, I mean, it's it's like seeing like a like a, a freight train coming at you and you can't get off the tracks. Like that's kind of what's what our running games like sometimes. And, you know, I'm like, why are we running this into two free hitters? I mean, unless you have, I mean, I don't even think Jim Brown could survive that. And, and the thing about Iowa is, you know, they're good statistically in defense and, and they play in the big 10. So, I mean, they, you know, they're not, you know, they're not playing super dynamic, super high flying aerial attacks. I mean, it's, it's basically, can you stop the run in the big 10 and then you're, top 10 or top 15 national defense but you know like like they don't have they might have one guy maybe two guys on their entire defense that would start for us maybe play for us uh 31's real good the linebacker i don't think i'd take him over tommy I might not take him over steel and uh they have a guy in the back end that would start for us for sure um really talented player but their guys up front aren't nfl caliber guys uh and again like i think sometimes people that, you know, are, are we are we being too critical? Are we being haters? And and I don't think we are because uh, you know the coaching staff, um, if they're anything like the guys that I worked with when I was there, you know they didn't have a very fun film session today. There was 
you know, we gave up a sack fumble for a touchdown. We had interceptions, uh, sloppy play, sloppy footwork. Um, you know, enough stuff that it feels good to get that big win and that pretty number on the scoreboard. The 54 10 looks great, but um, these are kind of my favorite games because you know, all that's great, but there's a, a lot of stuff that really needs fixed fast because you know, I think when people get anxiety and nervous about how Ohio State won or how big they won, it's because they're comparing to, well, this have beaten Georgia, would have beaten Bama, would have beaten Tennessee, Clemson. You know, the teams we're going to see in the playoffs because, you know, we're going to speedboat every team in the Big Ten, you know, and, and that's how it should be because our talent, the talent gap has never been wider in the history of Ohio State versus the Big Ten than it is right now. Like, we recruit five stars at a national level, and most of these northern programs just haven't been able to keep up, and there's been a talent drain in the north. So, you know, like the Wisconsin team, that was the worst Wisconsin team I've ever seen. Uh, Iowa just, you know, I mean, when you watch their offense, is there a single NFL guy that you saw? Maybe one of the interior linemen eventually turns into one, but they didn't have, you know, a, a dynamic running back, a dynamic uh, guy in the back. They didn't have like a Sean Green, who's a, a great running back that played at Iowa. Um, you know, so it, it's going to be really interesting just uh, seeing how that program is forward. Nevada, I'm going to bring us into the film. Where we're going to talk about one of these constrained plays that you talked about. Um, this is one that I was in the suite uh, watching the game. I couldn't believe this look and the fact that we actually ran this. Um, so real quick for the people that are that are able to see this on YouTube. And if you're if you're listening to this on, on our podcast format, so I'm just going to explain to it. It's basically it's a double tight end set. You got Mitch Rossi. You've got Cade Stover. You got your five linemen across. At the top of the screen, you have man-to-man coverage on Emeka and Marvin, which is most teams would not have the balls to play that because they're basically two first-team All-Americans at receiver, so you generally have to help against that. But, you know, we we call this play. These guys, you know, I, I, again, like, I, I would take my shots to run to one of these two wide receivers banking on the fact that these corners can't cover them, but we don't. So we run just our basic, you know, our basic tight zone play, um, you know, we fake the the read option here. You can see the, you know, CJ looks like he's reading the end. But, you know, since CJ has pulled this maybe one time in two years, teams don't honor that anymore. And if you just look at the sheer numbers we're going against, they have, you know, your 4D line, normal, six. But you have six across, basically. It's basically goal line defense. And then you have three more in the box. And you only have seven blockers. You have the five offensive linemen, two tight ends. You know, CJ is a constrained guy, and then mine's your ball carrier. So basically, you know, when you have seven blockers and they have nine guys in the box, there's going to be two free hitters. And, you know, you hand it off, and it's third and two. And, you know, we get a decent push, not a great push. I think DeWan is – DeWan's not good here. He needs to, he needs to get down and, and get going. He doesn't have the urgency that he needs to get this block done. Um, gets pushed in the backfield by a guy that isn't nearly as, as talented as him. And, you know, we get stopped. Nevada – what are your thoughts on this play? Obviously, um, you know, we keep wishing that CJ would 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 take one and you know pull this and, and run to the pylon and score a touchdown. Uh, but he doesn't. And I don't know if that I'm sure that's Ryan's thing because you know he's the guy that installs the offense. But what are your thoughts on on this play, this look, um, and basically everything I diagrammed so far? Well, and you just look at the guy who makes the play. It's the it's the free hitter coming off the end. And he, again, he's running down the line as fast as he can and, and not even giving CJ another look. And he makes the play behind the line of scrimmage. And when you do that, you, you see what would have happened if CJ would have just pulled the ball out. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Walks into the end zone. The offensive line, the running backs. But to me, this is a loser play. And Ohio State, what Ohio State's got to do in this situation is go to the I formation or move the guy off and then run the, run the speed option. I, you know, I'd like to see them. If you go back to that look, the, the pre-snap look, they've got the guys out there on top. If you, run, if you bring the, the running back over the other side and you run the speed option to the left side, You've got everybody sealed. You've got two. You've got the running back and the quarterback against the the, the right defensive end. That's it. That's the play into the end zone. And yeah. you know Ohio Ohio State could run that easily. They, they could run a they could run a pass off of that. There's so many things that they could do. But the one thing they can't do is run a play right into the teeth of a you know as you talk about a walled city. You know seven blockers and one of those blockers is 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 Guy Scott. So it's like, it's not like geez, that's like a, you know, it's not like that's Josh Fryer or another hammer. You're bringing in kind of a receiving tight end and, and Cade's, you know, serviceable, but you've got seven guys against nine. And until, you know, we can start figuring out how to equate those numbers and the quarterback keep is the way to equate those numbers because it gives those linebackers pause. It gives those defensive ends pause where they can't crash down on those plays and I, I think that's why Ohio State was, you know, blessed his heart for all of JT Barrett's faults. That's why they were so good in the red zone on a short yardage because he'd pull it out and kind of waltz around or stumble around the end uh, into the end zone. And I think CJ's capable of doing that. Uh, you know, and if you're not going to do it, then quit running plays that are designed like this because they're not going to work because as long as you can just count the guys, nine versus seven is never going to get it done. Yeah, and the other option I was just to throw the ball. I mean, again, like you, these guys are these guys are wound up by Iowa's cornerbacks. Like, I mean, th- these cornerbacks are absolutely mortified that they're going to throw the ball. And you know, I mean, you've got all this free access because he's not he's not exactly you know bluffing when he shows. I mean, as soon as the ball snapped, he's coming forward. You know, so if CJ pulls this right here and we just get here and a slant, there's nobody here in this entire end zone. You know, so so again, it's just I, I don't get it. I'll never get it. You know, if because again, you got to take what teams give you, and 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 our offense is fantastic. We're number one in the country. So again, you know, is it nitpicking? Sure, but we're also playing. You know, we're gonna play real teams at the end of the season. We're not gonna be playing Iowa and Michigan State and these other fruit baskets that we're, we play in the Big Ten. Like we're gonna play guys that actually have actually have go- other good players, actually kids that we've actually offered scholarships to, and I just. You know, if you ever get this matchup, I just don't know how you don't take it. And again, I'm I'm a, an offensive lineman, tough as nails, love toughness, love all that bullshit. 
But for me, you know, if I have like with Aaron Rodgers, like when he had Devontae Adams and it's third and one and they single him up and load the box to stop AJ Dillon, I'm throwing it to Devontae. I'm sorry, but they can't cover the guy. Like and Emeka is kind of the college version of that. They can't stick with him. So, you know, when when these guys aren't, I mean, they're just, you know, they're literally selling out for the run. You know, they're selling out for the A-gap run and we run the A-gap run. So it, it just, you know, and again, sometimes you get caught in places. Sometimes you do. Now, you know, in, 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 in my world, like, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm nowhere near what Ryan, Ryan's best offensive play caller before I had in Ohio State history. That being said, I just don't know how you can't give CJ a check where you tell this guy to run a slant versus basically an all out blitz. You know, I mean, this is cover zero, bring in the house, you know, you, you got, uh, uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting look, but it'll be, the thing that's going to be really interesting since this gave us trouble is will other teams adopt doing this versus us? Uh, Nevada, I imagine we're going to see this going forward. I imagine we'll see it against Penn State because Penn State has Joey Porter Jr. He's probably first team All-American type corner. That's going to be a war between him and Marvin or Emeka or whoever, but do you think we see more of this going forward? Because this was a ballsy move by Iowa, but, you know, and again, did did we end up beating them by a, a, a ton? Yeah, because we just have better players. You know, and CJ and, and Marvin and Emeka and those guys made some magnificent plays. You know, Julian hit one over the top. Um, but God, it's like if, if they're going to play press man, cover zero, and you don't think Emeka can't win versus that, I, I, I just I don't know what we're doing. Well, I think you're going to see it because I think it is the it, it is the blueprint in terms of how you try to contain this offense. You know, you've got to pick your poison. You know, teams earlier in the year were kind of playing that shell. Notre Dame played kind of that deep shell, kind of gave us, you know, the run. But I think, you know, going up and, you know, playing and being real physical, right up in their face, going up against them and kind of selling out. I mean, Penn State's got nothing to lose in this game. They're going to go all out. They're going to pull out every stop. They're going to play super aggressively. And uh, I, I think, yeah, that's, and, and Michigan will do the same thing. I mean, we're going to see the same thing. It's going to, if, if teams are going to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten, it's because they out physical us. And that, that is absolutely the blueprint to how to play us offensively, how to play us defensively. And I, I think we're going to absolutely see it. And we're going to have to be ready to respond. And, you know, again, 54 points was a pretty good response. Four touchdown passes. I can have for, you know, it was certainly a response by CJ Stroud. But um, we've, you know, we we've got to be better. We've got to be be better at, at taking what the defense has given us and making them respect us. Otherwise, you know, just beating our head against the wall with this this kind of this false bravado. We'll run when you know that we're going to run type of thing. That's not going to work. And we did that far too much against Iowa. I think we averaged less than three yards a carry. Or, or I mean, mine was one point nine yards per carry, and that was with a thirteen yard run. So his other. 11 runs must have been like minus yards or something. So, I mean, it was it, our running game was almost impossibly bad. And I think the world of Trey Henderson and Mayan Wood, I think those were both starting backs in the NFL. So, when that happens, you've got something because you got the best one of the best offensive lines in college football, and you average, you know, whatever we average, you know, 66 yards rushing, then you've got scheme problems. That is all scheme, that is all play design. And again, that goes back to day. Kevin Wilson, Justin Fry have got to figure that out, and they've, they've got to be better because we're going to need to be better to win out, and you know, that's the goal for this year, and, and it should be the goal. And here, this is what I was talking about. The very next play, they go to it, fourth and one, eight-man box. You know, you get your six across, goal line defense. You get your two free hitters. Uh, you know, you get your tight end, cross. But 
I mean, they're manned up across the board and they decide to do a sprint out, which is an excellent call. Gets away from the muck. Nice, easy protection. Uh, you know, you put this this poor this poor soul on Marvin one-on-one with all of this field from the hash to the, the bat. I mean, you, you just can't stay with a receiver for that long. And, and CJ, you know, threads the needle, great throw, sprint left, you know, and, and Marvin makes a great catch. You know, and, and again, that's what... You know, they, they got to it, so I give them credit for that because, you know, I, I was critical on the last play, but that's, you know, you have to almost have an automatic check to that when you get that heavy box because I just don't know how you should expect a play to ever work when the box is like that. I mean, literally, you have no chance of that being successful unless somebody falls down or they trip on the turf or something magical like that happens. You have no chance. So uh, that I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, Penn State. Uh, thank God it is a noon game. Uh, the noon Scarlet out and, uh, for the Iowa game was it was just a very quiet, mundane, milk toast atmosphere, which is what you expect from noon games. Uh, there's no energy compared to Wisconsin or Notre Dame at night. So uh, I think that's a huge advantage for us going into Happy Valley, which is easily the hardest stadium to play in, in the entire country, especially when the Buckeyes come to town because they get real drunk and real excited. And, you know, it seems like that's always a night game. And, and we really lucked out that. Fox is really pushing the big noon kickoff, which again, I, I know you hate, I know I hate it. I think it should be a night game. Um, but for our sake, I'm glad it is not a night game. Cause I'm a guy that I've lost there once I've won there twice as a coach and a player. Um, but your thoughts going forward this week, as we get into Penn state prep, it's going to be a tough game. Penn state always plays this tough up there. And, uh, I think anybody expecting this to be a blowout, is uh, probably putting themselves up for a little bit of disappointment. I, I have every confidence Ohio State wins, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. And, you know, I, I'll take a one-point victory right now at Penn State, just win and survive and move on and be happily wrong. Hopefully it's indicating me it thinks it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I think that um the noon is huge. I think that, you know, Clifford being their quarterback, who is not good, is huge. I'm glad they're not they haven't moved to Drew Aller, who can actually throw the ball. Um, that's a big benefit to us. But yeah, we yeah, we don't generally, no matter how big of a talent difference there is, like when we go out there, we never really play and just blow the doors off of them. My senior year, it was probably as close as we got. I think it was like thirty, maybe like thirty-eight to seventeen or thirty-eight to ten or something like that. But you know, 05, we were better than they were, and we lost 17-10. Uh, 03, when we were better than they were, way better than we were, we, we barely beat them. It, it kind of took a, it took some a totally terrible call where Ben Hartsock literally dropped a ball, and they ruled it a catch. And this is pre-replay. So we got out of there, and it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that they called that a catch. But it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a funny error. And then, you know, 16, obviously, they beat us. They blocked the field goal. Got James Franklin like a hundred year extension, you know, basically got him paid for the rest of his life off of one game. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a much different game when they come to the shoe because at the shoe we've we've handled them pretty good. Um, you know, e- even uh, you know, seventeen was it was a different story because that was probably the best Penn State team they've had since ninety four with Saquon and those guys. But you know, it's it's, it's a really interesting rivalry because we we you know we don't speak of them like they're Michigan, but it's the only team in the Big Ten that we play every single year other than Michigan. So. Um, real interesting rivalry. I'm excited for it. Uh, any final thoughts of that as we wrap this thing up? Not just, it's going to be a fun week of preparation. We're going to have a lot of good insight as to the game plan. Um, I, I think, uh, Ohio State's going to have some wrinkles in store for, uh, 
for Penn State. And I, I think there may be some things with tempo that Ohio State does that are uh, interesting as well. So uh, if you want to find out more about it, we'll talk about it at BuckeyeScoop.com. All right, my man, I'm going to wrap this thing up. As always, we appreciate you. We are on BuckeyeScoop.com. We are grinding on the board. Um, recently, if you've tried to join the site, we have had we had a little minor uh, snafu with uh, some of our tech stuff. Got that fixed. So any of you guys have been trying to sign up, uh, we fixed it today, and we had 10 new people sign up. So we appreciate you guys. If you keep banging on the door. Uh, our site's growing. Our subscribership's growing. Please share this video. Any of your friends that want uh, the most in-depth conversation about Ohio State football, the most honest conversation about Ohio State football, that is what we're here for. We really strive to bring you guys some great inside scoop. Uh, as always, I'd like for you to shout out where you're from in the comments. Shout out where you're from. Shout out who your team MVPs are. And give me an early in the week score prediction for the Penn State game. Appreciate you guys as always. Thank you so much, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. I will see you on the message boards at BuckeyeScoop.com. You guys have a great week. I will talk to you tomorrow. Go Bucks. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.